ये है स्पाइस रेडियो 1200 एम आप सुन रहे हैं द मॉर्निंग बस विद मी नताशा अलोंग विद मी इज मनकरन एंड मरेशिया फूड एंड वाटर क्राइसिस ये इश्यूज जो हैं ये बहुत ही आज के लिए बहुत ही रियल है दे आर रेलिवेंट एंड दे आर इन द नाउ एंड टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस एंड हेल्पिंग अस विद सम वेरी प्रैक्टिकल टिप्स फॉर अ लेस वेस्टफुल एंड सस्टेनेबल लिविंग इज अर्थ डे कैनेडाज डेवलपमेंट डायरेक्टर क्रिस्टिन मालन कनेक्टिंग विद अस फ्रॉम द ईस्ट कोस्ट गुड मॉर्निंग क्रिस्टिन Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. In fact, uh, last year, Earth Day Canada were the ones responsible for calling Sick for Earth Day, and it was a concept that was unique, but also a reminder that we need to be more mindful about our role on planet Earth. But this year, we're going to focus on, you know, the food crisis, the water crisis. We're in a lot of things, Kristen. So, tell us, uh, where do we stand right now when it comes to food crisis? Well, things aren't looking great. Um we are fighting the greatest fight of our time. Um so at Earth Day Canada, we're very hopeful. We believe that as a species, we are capable of doing better and starting to reverse the damage we've created. So we have lots of tips and tricks to help us reduce our food waste. In fact, we had Thanksgiving, then we had Diwali and now we have Halloween which is just around the corner, which means loads of celebration and you know, uh, in a desi house uh, as well as you know, anywhere else in the world food is a big part of any celebration but where today inflation is you know a big deal um we should be really more aware of what we're eating and its impact on the environment so what are your tips in on how can food on our table be more planet friendly absolutely um so there's lots of ways that we can be more sustainable with our eating and, and more planet friendly of course Um we've all heard about minimizing our meat consumption so we can do things like try new vegetarian recipes or even just reducing our meat portion sizes if you're really stuck on having meat um at every dinner. Um another thing you can do is eat locally and seasonally. So really do research about where you live and find out what foods are in season at what times and what are what's available close to you. So local food doesn't have to travel very far and therefore it's much more sustainable and also helps support our neighbors. so great way to support the, the the people that you see every day and their families i um, and sorry kristen i usually have this one very nitpicky you know problem with food and that is the packaging that we use the amount of packaging that goes into everyday food whether it's our vegetables whether it's our biscuits whether it's each biscuit wrapped in a plastic i have a problem with that so do you think there's a way to kind of move around that well a lot of times if you go to a local farmers market there won't be that packaging so at certain times of the year you can really avoid those things And you can also really send messages to producers. I know that what really gets me at the grocery store is the cucumbers that are packaged in plastic, right. whereas there's other ones the field cucumbers don't have any plastic on them. So I really opt to make sure that I'm trying to get the things that are available without any pa- plastic packaging on it. And also, um a lot of people now are bringing their own bags for the produce. So if you have five apples, you put it in your reusable produce bag instead of using those little thin plastic bags that are available at the grocery store so there are ways that you can reduce your plastic that's right even bulk buying would be a great alternative to kind of even buying packaged produce absolutely so a uh, question when we talk about a halloween celebration i know that people get very enthusiastic about decorating you know their outdoors or probably even pumpkin carving and then i at the same time i see there's a whole lot of waste so uh, is there something that can be done with regards to you know halloween wastage 
Absolutely. Um, I love Halloween. Halloween's so much fun, but it can definitely be scary for the environment. Um, I actually um, created our, our top three tips that I can share with you for Halloween. Um, so the first one was to reuse. So one of the biggest ways we can save money and the environment is to reuse. So whether that means reusing old decorations, reusing or swapping costumes with friends, buying decorations and costumes at thrift stores or online, like places like Kijiji or Marketplace, these things are only pulled out once a year. So they don't get a lot of wear and tear. And I know from personal experience that there are lots of costumes on Marketplace this year. I got a full set of used Ghostbusters costumes for my entire family. That's, that was tip one. <laughs> that's amazing. I, and, uh, you know, I, I, I actually had a discussion with my teen daughter who went and spent $8 on a particular jewelry thing. And I was like, really, did you need to do that? You could have probably gone to the trip store and found something else. Uh, anything else with Halloween? Yeah. Um, so another thing that kind of fits into our food waste category is, is the candy. So we all associate those little teeny candy bars wrapped in plastic packaging with Halloween. But there are ways to avoid that plastic waste. Um, if you're at a party, you can bake treats which don't have packaging. And when you're handing out candy to trick-or-treaters, there are some options that don't come in that plastic packaging. So Smarties and Nerds, they come in little cardboard boxes that are fully recyclable. Or you can provide other non-traditional items like pencils or fun erasers that will be used more than once by the kids that are receiving them. Oh, that's a great idea. And uh, Kristen, what about food? When we talk about food, there's always so much of food being made during a festive season. So is there any way that we can be more mindful as to how we can probably recycle food as well? Yeah, I think we just need to be a lot more creative. Um, so we want to make sure that we're buying only what we need. We're reusing our, our leftovers well. And if there's something we're not going to be able to eat, we have to find a way to preserve it so that we can eat it later. Um, and really just organizing things that way in our fridge so you can see what's available, what's going to waste soon, and making sure that you're using everything before its expiry date. I like the idea of going to thrift stores. In fact, over the weekend, I was very involved with uh, my children's school uh, garage sale. And uh, there were so many things that were donated to the school. It was a fundraiser. But at the same time, I think it's very important where you reuse things whether it's from a thrift store or from a garage sale and, you know, kind of put less stress on planet Earth. Absolutely. Uh, before we move on to our next question, which I really want to focus on is the water crisis because we're facing it here on the West Coast. Uh, any final tips on Halloween celebration and how we can kind of really minimize waste there? Yes, actually, I just wanted to add one more thing um, is to make a plan for your pumpkins because pumpkins are 100% edible. Uh, they're compostable, but most of them end up in landfills after Halloween. So... They're great for baking. They can be donated to local farms for animals to eat. They can be composted. Um, so just asking people this year to please make a plan for your pumpkins so they don't end up in food waste. And one more thing, just talking about waste in general, you know, I would say prior to the pandemic, people were really kind of making it a point to, you know, use those reusable cups and everything. But then, of course, COVID hit and that changed everything. So do you feel with COVID, it sort of like backtracked us on this issue? It might have a little bit because there were um, different restaurants that stopped allowing people to use the reusable cups, so they got out of that habit of doing it. Um, but everyone seems to be back on board and, and allowing you to use reusable cups again, so everyone needs to just kind of keep it in their mind. Once you do something for 30 days, you can make it habit. So, so make sure you're bringing your cups with you. Keep them in your car if you need to and take them out to wash them, but make sure you are, you're continuing to consider the environment in all of your actions for sure. 
Kristen, what do we do with the, you know, with the number of chocolates and sweets and sugar candy that we get at home? And I really don't want to get my kids, you know, bouncing off the walls after, you know, kind of indulging all Halloween. So what can we do with the leftover sweets and candy? Well, a lot of people will bring them to their workplace. They'll share them with food banks if they're accepting them. Um, There's lots of places that will take them. But again, yes, that's definitely a problem. So make sure that you only go and take what you can use. And if there is leftovers, then then donate to someone who can use it. Now let's focus on the biggest issues that we've been having here on the West Coast, the drought conditions on the Sunshine Coast, Uh, the decreasing level of a very local Alouette Lake, which is not too far from where we are uh, here in Burnaby, and the Coquitlam Glacier, which is, again, you know, receding every time. Every year we have this news uh, article that, a headline that says, you know, it's melting and we're going to have a water crisis very, very soon. So how can we be more mindful? Of course, summer is gone and we've thankfully got rains, but how can we be more mindful where water is concerned? Yeah, so fresh, clean water is a limited resource. Drought and water water shortages are something that is affecting Canadians nationwide. Um, And what people may not know is that 65% of our water waste is wasted in the bathroom. So our showers, toilets, and sinks. Um, There's lots of ways we can conserve and reduce the strain on our water system. Um, One thing to do would be to get a shower timer. So reduce your shower times to five minutes wherever possible. Um, We can shut off the faucets so the water doesn't run while you're brushing your teeth or while you're shaving. And then you can also consider low-flow toilets or shower heads. So you could even just displace the water in the back of of your toilet with a, a water bottle or a brick so that you're using less less water with every flush. Um, outside of the bathroom, there's other things we can do outside our home. You can get a rain barrel to help water your garden. Um, you can let your grass grow a little bit longer and not cut it quite as short so that it doesn't get dry and needs less water. There's lots of ways we can conserve. We just, again, need to get in the habit of thinking about the environment in, in everything that we do. So, Kristen, before I came to Canada, I, I am from a Mum, uh, from a city called Mumbai in India. And uh, there we are very, very mindful where water is concerned because we also have tanks in the house to, you know, just store water so that we don't have, that we have running water through the day. But when I came here to Canada, I thought that, we, you know, we are a country of lakes and we have enough water, we have rivers and we're really blessed. And at the same time, I see news of a drought and things like that. So this is, the water crisis is a reality or in Canada, but I don't see that there is that endeavor or the knowledge that is needed that, you know, we do have a crisis. Do you think I'm wrong on that? No, I don't think you're wrong. And I definitely think we can learn from other places that have experienced more droughts and, and more water crisis than we have. There's areas in Europe that have um, sinks that are above the toilet so that after you wash your, wash your hands, that water gets captured in the back of the toilet. And then that's called gray water, and they use that for flushing. So really, really smart ways to just conserve water. And I do wish, you know, our city kind of really gets onto this on on a priority basis, because I see that this is the reality of the future. Uh, Christian, before we let you go, anything that our listeners should look out for where Earth Day Canada is concerned? Any event, anything that is happening special in the next couple of months? Yeah, so every year we host an annual campaign, so that's what you were talking about earlier. Last year we talked about calling in sick and bringing awareness to eco-anxiety. We have a campaign that comes out every April. I can't let you know what the theme is this year, but um, make sure that you take a look at earthday.ca, check out our programs, um, because we do offer programs year-round, and make sure to 
to see what our annual campaign is this year and share it on social media if you can. Wonderful. It looks like we're going to connect with you again in April then, Kristen. Sounds wonderful. You have a beautiful day and thank you so much for your time. You too. Thank you.